Dungeon Dashers. <laughs> Here we are back in Dungeon Dashers. One, two, three. One, two, three. All right. I missed my cue. <laughs> there you go. Here's your cue. Wait, here, I'll, here, I'll set you up again. Ready? What is game time? <laughs> What's wrong with you? Jesus Christ. God. Uh, I was waiting for that. It's gonna, it's gonna, it's like every bad YouTube comment ever. Yeah. All right. I want to say that I did have game time about two years before they had game night. Who was the first but game I took, time? I took a three-year break. It was Jeff. Jeff. I played Utopia with Jeff. All right. Now we're going to go in the campaign. This time it's going to work. Long ago, the Roman Sanctuary was a land of stable and modest life. I'm just waiting for a pun. <laughs> Many creatures in habits called this place their home and lived in foolish, fo- foolish prosperity. <laughs> Wouldn't it be ignorant prosperity? Why is it foolish prosperity? Foolish. For the would-be adventurers of this land did not leave their comforts blissfully, cheerfully with mediocrity. What? Is that English? <laughs> the realm is surrounded by the obsidian blockade, a mountain range of terrifying height and density. And density. Density. <laughs> what I see when I see the mountain. That's a dense mountain. These enchanted peaks shelter the people of the realm from the hostile evils outside. Those are nice mountains. Mm. With their density. Although, this is one way... There is one way through the blockade for those who think it's a Shit. The passage of Rubicon. I've had a feeling it was going to be a dungeon. The and passage. sure enough, it's a dungeon. Spoiler alert in the title of the game. Dungeon Dash. Dungeon da- Are we going to dash through that dungeon? A small unspoken tunnel barb with every citizen in the realm knows. <laughs> but they don't speak of it. <laughs> they know about it, but they don't speak of they it. They don't dare venture. Some say it leads to greater riches, a better life. Others say there's death and desolation alone. <laughs> there's two things alone. <laughs> <laughs> Only one thing is sure. Of those who have left the realm, none have ever returned. Late one evening, four unsuspecting residents of the realm find an ice cold trickle down their side, or feel it. A blue glowing symbol <laughs> appears before their eyes, if calling them with curi- calling them with curiosity. Hello. What is that? How does it even sound? Hello. Leaving their respective homes behind, they follow the blue symbol, which called them with curiosity. Be like, uh, hey, Avengers. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so something. This you want to go on a dash? All right. So, Barb, I I guess growing up that you played a ton of Dungeons & Dragons and those kinds of games. Am I guessing right? I wouldn't say a ton. I would, you, I'm surprised to hear that. I have, in fact, played Dungeons & Dragons, but the like really hardcore kind of Dungeons & Dragons where people are sitting at a table with nothing. That's Dungeons & Dragons. <laughs> That's, you just named the thing. But don't people this. usually have, like, little, like, props and... That's, like, a new thing where they have, like, the little figures and yeah. whatnot? Yeah, I don't remember that. That was, like, that's something I've added recently. So this is a turn-based dungeon game where you, like, go through the dungeon. Smash. You bust open crates, classic adventure style, and get gold. So can we have a drinking game for anybody watching where when the pun comes up on screen, they have to drink? Supposedly there's puns in this game, which I thought would make it perfect. Supposedly. Then we start off here as that we're like a thief, a rogue thief. That hits Q to blink, and then see? Blink. Oh, so this is you inspecting the very dangerous tunnel. Yeah, this is like the opening. You know, if they're going to put chests in the very beginning of the dungeon, I would just like come in every day and bust open a couple chests and get like 30 gold and then go back home. That'd be enough for me. <laughs> I'd be content with that life. They just like regenerate it every day? Sure. On our bus, hmm, I can't blink through that. There's no telling what's on the other side. Well, there's a door. Just look around, or just go like that. Here's our second character. This is our warrior. You want to do a warrior voice? Where are you, wizard scum? Is that what he sounds like? I, that's what he sounds like now. He used the word scum, so I feel like I have to talk with that. Wizard scum. Show yourself. 
Oh, no, you too cowardly to face my cold steel. What is this voice? <laughs> I'm doing multiple accents. I don't even know. Oh, shit. This is an encounter. What low peasantry could not defeat these simple foes? The flowery vernacular of these dialogue boxes is over the top. Dude, kill those bats that are hovering at, like, no oh, speed. fucker bit me. So here, so in the now on the bottom right, there is my action points, which I have 18, and my hit points, I have 112. The blue bar, see, and every time I take a step, it eats away a little bit. So would that be a bat action point? Oh, Jesus, Jesus Barb. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now I can, like, attack this bat. So you go turn-based when you have enemies around, but uh, when you're not, when you're just exploring, you're just kind of running around doing whatever. few puny pebbles. Your pitiful blockade won't keep me. This guy is confident as fuck. I love you. I took your voice. I should let you do the voice. You were so good at it. Well, you know. Oh, fuck, nothing on this chest. If there's a girl that pops up here, I got this. There is. There's an elf girl who's like... One of the reasons I thought this game was appropriate, too, is that the avatar for the game, the icon for the game, is... Looks like you in your Zelda costume. Yeah. Maybe I was the model for that picture. You think so? I was alive when this game came Can out. Can I ask you a question? So here's something I've noticed. How come every blonde girl I know thinks that the GTA 5 <laughs> girl with the iPhone is based on her? I never thought it was based on me. People just <laughs> told me that. Well, why does everyone think it's like every blonde girl they know then is that it's based on them? I think what they do is they just call out the blonde girl they see most often. So people who watch a lot of Rushdie's stuff thought it was me. People who watch a lot of I Justine stuff thought it was her. Lindsay Lohan sued him. Yeah, that looks nothing like her. If anything, it's Kate Upton. I totally agree with yeah. you. There's actually a photo of Kate, Kate Upton that looks like Doing the it's the reference. Design. doesn't have the iPhone in it. Hmm. So these two are meeting, and they're like, hey, man, what's up? Are they going to do it? Are they going to do it? I don't really <laughs> know if I tell to you. <laughs> to find out if the dashers do it. <laughs> they're saying stuff. Like, I'm coming along, I'm in the blockade, I'm backstory, I'm backstory. Yeah, Chasing. it doesn't really matter. Oh, he's looking for a wizard. This guy thinks he saw him, too. It's All we're going to do is smash things, right? And kill bats. Well, that's creepy. That's if his experience with a dagger. He said, that depends on how you define experience. What does that mean? What does that mean? He's jumping up his butt. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted to try some stuff. <laughs> that's how I trained for years using my dagger. I banged it. All right, I'll be watching you, Dude, fellow wanderer. You can Let bang yourself anywhere forth. with a dagger. So we, changed, we hit enter to change dudes. Let's be uh, the not as creepy dude. This is the not as creepy dude right okay, here. Okay, let's be him. Let's move along. No, oh, but he's got a blink across the. I like the way they walk in this game. It's like, Look, it's like a waddle. The, a work in progress. Did you not see the warning at the beginning? See, that's the thing with PC games now. There's like, there's so many of them are like in alpha. Uh, now he's pissed because he used a little magic in front of him. I don't know if that's technically magic to use. All right, so here we go. Oh, here's the other guy. So did you did you grow up playing games? I did. I wouldn't. I've never oh, called myself a gamer, and I hate when people think you have to use that term or not use that term. Like I enjoy games and I played games. I have two brothers, so the only way we really bonded was playing video games or board games. Which um, is how you found Red vs. Blue too. It is actually. They uh, we used to share like a little computer room in our basement at home in Ottawa, and they would watch their stuff. I would watch my stuff. Usually like, and sync music videos or chatting on. Uh, what's that chat client called? ICQ? ICQ? Oh, victory, high five. Do you remember ICQ? The weakest high five, go again. There we go. Did you hear that? We got five stars. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. What does it mean, zero of zero chess? Maybe there was no chest? <laughs> well, I broke a thousand chests. Well, maybe there's one that has, like, stuff in it. Oh, I see. Like, better stuff. Better stuff than gold? Like, secrets? 
Yeah. All right. I get a cleave attack. How do you say that? Cleave? Attack three tiles in a line perpendicular to attack direction with high damage. What does that mean? I don't know, but we're going to get it. Sir Jacob has it. Work in progress, Barb. Down in the bottom left. Ready Work in progress. So, you get, so what What were the first games you remember playing with your brothers? The first game I remember ever beating on my own is Zelda Ocarina of Time. And just for people who don't know, by the way, older brothers, younger brothers? I have one older brother, one younger brother. So, so you're a middle kid. I was a little sandwich. They were the bread, I was the peanut butter. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, got, I, got nothing, I got nothing I can add to that. Me neither. And so Ocarina of Time was the first game you ever played? It was the first game I ever beat on my own. So it has a little special place in my heart. But first game I ever played... We just completed the quest. <laughs> we knew we were on a quest. We Wait, are we now this guy? Yeah, we're now this guy. We're the blue wizard. Could we also be that skeleton? What? Nope. Oh, oh. I'm using my fireballs. All right, cool deal. Smash. So did you finish Ocarina of Time? I did. Do you know I have owned Ocarina of Time on every platform it's ever existed? Like, I owned it on the Wii. I owned it on the Wii U. on the Nintendo 64 back in the day. And I owned it on the DS... I have never finished that game on any any of those things. I keep swearing Dude. I'm going to do it. That was like one of the highlights of my life. It's a highlight of a lot of gamers' lives. Not yeah. that you normally would be defined as a gamer. <laughs> but it is. This is the character I think looks like you. Hello, Forest Dweller. Hello. Oh, do I have to actually <laughs> You're read paraphrasing. <laughs> uh, okay, what's up? <laughs> you know, just chilling. See, it looks like you in the Zelda costume that you had. That little icon? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, blonde with the ears. Sure. Close enough. Do you put an iPhone in your hand? It could Dude, be I don't know. Lindsay Lohan, really close. That's <laughs> really going to sue over it. <laughs> All right, let's get to dialogue. Are you still living in that beat-up shack in the woods? Yes, of course I am. Are you going to make out or what? Are you, said, are you still living in the old shack in the woods? If you're referring to my house, then yes. <laughs> I, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure, yeah. She was referring to your house where you fucking she's, live. She turned her back on him. Yeah, she's not on his person. Oh, she's busting up chess. <laughs> Two quests complete Smash 40 boxes. Wow. I didn't even know we were having this quest. I think it tabbed. This is your quest. Oh, here we go. Smash 40 boxes. I'm at 41 of 40 on that. And kill three skeletons of the four of three. Four out of three. Oh, shit. <gasps> it's okay, Barb. We're going to be fine. I got nervous. Smash it. Smash it. Uh, here comes a bat. Fucking bat. Oh, cheap bullshit. What is going on? What? Who is doing this to you? These are goblin archers. All right, let's get a little fireball action. Bam, take that. Oh. You should dash him. Is that a term in this game? So, it seems weird to me that your first game you ever played was, like, one of the longest games that there is. Yeah, I mean, we played a lot of, like, Super Mario Brothers. No, you say it. You games. say it like all, everybody else. So, <sighs> I'm sorry. Michael Mario. Super Mario Brothers. One of the things I had to do when I moved to the States is adjust my way of speaking. Because every word I said that sounds Canadian, everybody would dwell upon and laugh. But and Ma laugh. Mario? Mario. I didn't know that was a didn't know that was a Canadian a interpretation Canadian of Mario. Thing. I know Michael says it, and he's not from Canada. Well, the weird thing is, is that Michael's from one of the most Italian parts of America. He's from New Jersey. Mario. And he says Mario. I, get, I don't think anybody in Italian says. Hey. Mario. <laughs> <laughs> Mario. <laughs> I don't think so, at least. And make me a pizza pie. Oh, that was racist, Barb. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we used to have a drinking game. How many times does a Canadian say she's sorry during, during one oh, game? Oh, God. Time. That'll be so a So you, you played Ocarina in Time, and then your brothers were the ones, if I recall correctly, your brothers are the ones who watched Red vs. Blue. My older brother and his friends would get together every single weekend 
and watch Red vs. Blue on the computer in the same room as me. What a bunch of losers. I know. And for a while, I'm like, eh, you know, sounds like a lot of swearing. All right. Well, don't, let's not get insulting. This is you know, a very revered web series in the history of online video. But then when I actually paid attention and watched an episode, I was like, no, oh, you know, not bad. <laughs> we got the not bad. I like it. And then question mark, question mark, question oh, mark. Yeah, see what just happened there? Wizard Rex shop in there. Profit. And then, so you start. You came and made a account on the website. Yes. And I think I saw your account probably pretty quickly after you made it. Well, I think I was in the first like fifty thousand users, which seems like a lot, but compared to what it is now, it's everyone knew everyone on you that know, website. Ashley was in like the first seven thousand. Well, she's a big fan. That's why you're dating her. She's like to admit it. She's a big fan. Mm, nice. <laughs> is it or stuff? Might a little weird. <laughs> <laughs> and then I saw your account. Does she like ask you her like church quotes for you? <laughs> no, she did, never does that <laughs> ever ever. But I, I remember I saw, and I think we've talked about this a bunch on the podcast. I saw your account. Here, I'm gonna let you take over. You're gonna use the arrow keys, I and then want... here, use the arrow keys, move people around. You hit enter to switch people. And you gotta get everybody the green pads. That's about it. And then you hit Q if you want to do superpower. No, no, no. Don't you? Now you're just making. <laughs> You're making fun. Come on, take Dungeon Dashers seriously. This is a work in progress. Dungeon Dashers. I'm going to move the keyboard over. God forbid you have to reach to get to the arrow keys. Is it just the arrow keys? That's it. It's real simple. Then you get everybody... If you step on the blue pad, it brings the guys oh, close to you. Your other Dungeon Dashers. Oh, you just walk into stuff to smash it? It's super easy. It's supposed what, to be like lighthearted fun. Thing? Now, it's put both your Dungeon Dashers on the green pads. How do and I now hit enter to change the other guy. Enter. There you go. See? Switches the icon on the bottom right. Oh. Victory. High oh, five. he's Up dashing. You, you know, I noticed what's weird? What's weird? Every time you do a high five, you pull your sweater sleeve up over I your hand. I have very cold hands. Because you're afraid that what? That it's going to hurt your hand or that I'm going to be freaked out by your freakishly cold hands? People have been freaked out by my freakishly cold hands. What do they say to you? They're just like, why are your hands so cold? <laughs> <laughs> and then they run away in fear. I'm probably going to guess that, that that's what they were going to say. But I saw your account for the first time because you were one of the popular users who came about after we introduced the social media site. Yes. Which for a long time we were just forums. It was the front page where we put up Red versus Blue as the party of two stepped onto the mystical glowing emblems. Oh, fuck. That was enough time to read that. And before they could change their minds, they teleported to another location in the cave. As tends to happen. Now look how long that's on the screen. Also, <laughs> the last one was up for two seconds. We've been playing this game for, what, ten minutes? Not a single pun. Yeah, I'm I noticed that. Left a lot of weird dialogue, but not necessarily a pun. Blog party, what's up, yo? Blog party. All right, stand back, dark wizard. Oh, this is gonna. You have to yell. Get, it's capitals. I can feel like this is gonna be a lot of dialogue. And explain yourself. I just explain myself to a fool like you. I All right, fast forward. Dialogue. Shut up. Shut up. No, you shut up. Uh. My apologies. Oh, he's Canadian. All right. <laughs> Go, go, go. I'm never going to get through the story. All right, you, hit, you hit enter. I'm going to tell the story. There must be a way to do this faster. They're meeting right? everybody. They're meeting everybody. I'm sure it's exposition. Very important to the person you wrote it, I'm sure. Um, but I saw your account because you were, when we launched the social media site, now you need to hit, like, you can go up and, and hit into people, like bam, 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 bam. Or you can hit Q and use your special power. But the special power uses the amount of action points that is designated on the actual icon itself. Like there. See, that's uses four. That's his blink power. He uses four of these little blue action points. I'll see you. I'll start with the signal. Wham, wham, wham. Oh, fucking shit up. Wham, 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 Now I'm trying to get him out of the way. Nope, that's going to help. So we launched a social media site. Mm-hmm. And that's when we went from having just forums to having like profiles and all that other stuff and journals and whatnot. 
And there was a whole section of the site that was the old school form guys, and they hated what they called the journal kids. Yeah, we were like the new generation of like basically what you hate now with kids. Yeah, and it was it was weird because that was the first time we ever had like a generational rollover in the history of Rooster Teeth. And it was very quick. It was like, what, two years, year and a half into the site um, when we started to hit Q because then you can use his uh, – oh, okay. Or do you? On the wizard and the uh, – on the uh, archer, use uh, Q. But this guy just wrecks shop. Just go and hit people. Bam. There you go. And then – All right. I yeah. forget that I'm still playing this. <laughs> yeah, the game continues. But, uh, yeah, so we had the journal kids, and the forum guys hated uh, all the journal kids, and you were one of the uh, most popular people in, like, the social media side of the site. And then we also had this weird rash of problems where people were, were making fake girl accounts or were impersonating girls. Yes. Like, I think the earliest one I remember was there was a user called My Ride is Tex. That was always a guy. It was always a guy, but he posed as a girl. Did for he a really? Long, yeah, for a long time. I totally remember that. And uh, and then he like did this big like call out journal where he said, "Haha, I've been fooling you guys. Uh, all you guys have been like talking with over instant messaging. Uh, I'm actually a dude. So haha, jokes on you." It's like, no, you're just a weird dude. Yeah, that's that's, that's, that's just a weird us. thing. And then I saw your account somewhere in the in the same time. And yeah. I remember I told you this. I almost deleted your account the first time I saw it because I thought your account was a fake account because right. I yeah, saw your picture and I thought. Uh, who is this good-looking 15-year-old girl who's sitting on her site, sitting on her site all the time <laughs> and watching this? This is total bullshit. Such bullshit. Just a girl with no life. And I seriously, I almost delete. I almost deleted your account. I'm gonna take over here. Yeah, go for it. But then you guys started posting. Uh, you started posting videos and stuff. You got like. You guys started doing those like live chats even back in those days. Yeah, me and uh, a friend of mine named Brittany, who also joined the site not too long after me, we would make just these. Dumb like music videos or other videos oh, with like fucking ropes in the guy. Shit, get it? Yeah. Yes. Um. Some of, some of the dumbest videos I've ever seen in my life. Some of the right. dumbest, yeah. I regret pretty much every single video we ever put out, <laughs> no. and I'm really happy to know and archive them. As far as I know. There's a couple out there. When you guys dressed up as the characters from Greece, <laughs> and you had like mascara, mustaches, and chest hair. That was, like, just so disturbing. <laughs> yeah, we did a video where we did both the male and female parts of uh, Summer Lovin' from Greece. And I remember you took a screenshot of it and posted it in, in your image gallery. And we're just like, rest in peace, Internet. <laughs> this is it. We've reached the <laughs> this end. This is done. But, yeah, um, I don't know what it was. I don't know what kind of void I was filling doing that. <laughs> but it was just really fun, and we entertained ourselves every single weekend doing that kind of stuff. I got, I got problems here. And then you got involved with, after that, you stayed as one of the most active users on the site. It was always you and Jess Kid mm -hmm. uh, always were vying for most popular uh, user account. There was also a user named Haxor. Haxor, that's right. There. He was always up there. Who was my internet boyfriend for a very brief period of time. What is an internet boyfriend, Barbara? I don't really know, and I don't know what I thought it was when I was 15, but I guess it's just someone who, like... You I'm claim that you have feelings for, and you talk to you every night, and you're like, you ah, I love you. You claim that you have feelings for. I like that. Yeah. Uh, can I shoot this guy from here? I gotta, I gotta try to save my... Oh, oh there's that. the, that's the chest. Uh, Those are just boxes. I'm trying to save my stupid rogue. I think he's gonna die. Oops. Alright. Let's do that. So you had this fake internet boyfriend. Now, was your uh, was your competition on the site, was that a sticking point in your relationship? <laughs> no. Never. Although, 
there was a lot of drama that went on because of the site. Just like different politics of the site, like top five online. Oh, I just killed my own dude! <laughs> oh my god! You're the I, worst! That's not my fault, the fucking switch! Yeah, I'm just kidding. You're actually very good at this game. Oh, okay, so apparently. Oh! I guess, I guess they're not dead. Oh, thanks, Barb. You know what that reminds me of? What's that? You know that game, Prince of Persia? Where he would fall on the spikes. Yeah. And it would have that like really eerie music. Man, I used to work at a uh, EB Games or what GameStop now is now, and uh, I sold sound blasters just based on the original Prince of Persia and how awesome it sounded to everybody. All so right, cool. cool. That game gave me nightmares. Did it really? Yeah. Why? Just the music and like the way he would fall on the spikes, and it was so like. Doom. Well, there was all the creepy stuff too. Like there was always that point when he would uh, um. Like, it's sliced in half, too, by those traps. Yeah, it was gruesome. Or, or just fall to his death, and he'd be, like, laying there in a puddle of his own blood, like, at the bottom of some pit where yeah. he'd land on the cement. And I was playing that game, and I was, like, three and a half, and... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Don't be a jerk. <laughs> a joke. Oh, I laughed, so game time. <laughs> <laughs> so how did your brothers feel when they showed you this thing, and then you go on the site, and you're instantly one of the most popular, popular users on there? Honestly, I don't think my family, including my brothers, knew the extent of my involvement with Rooster Teeth or the community site until RBBTO. And even then, I think it was down. They didn't know about Internet Boyfriend? You didn't take him home like that, via Skype no, to meet was, the family? Uh, that was not a very good subject I like to talk about as a 15-year-old girl. I did not bring up my boyfriends very often to my parents. <laughs> you don't want to tell your parents about your boyfriends? Yeah. Guess what? I'm dating someone online. I'm going to meet oh him. My God. He's super cute. He's a guy who lives in another country. It's all good. Yeah. How can that go wrong? He did live in another country, actually. <laughs> yeah. USA. But, so talk about RBBTO then, because then you got involved with RBBTO. What is RBBTO? RBBTO stands for Red vs. Blue Toronto. Yep. Uh, that is the first, and I think it's the second largest after RT Oz uh, community event that Rooster fans put on. So now RT Oz is bigger than RBBTO. I think they capped at 300 one year. And I think the largest we've had is 250. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, our, uh, I was at one with Gav on RTIs, and that's what Katie ran for a long time. Yeah. Is she running it anymore? I think she still helps. I don't know if she's, like, 100% in charge, but I know that she still has a hand in it. Obviously, it's it's kind of like her baby. She lives in the U.S. now. And yeah. She married some jackass. Hey, Victory, up top. Cold hands. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I refuse. Absolutely refuse. I have been insulted. Four stars, why? It's because... Uh, one of our guys died. We unlocked the skill, though, which is a dude with a sword. Also, back. customize your character. I'm going to do that. I think we unlocked the... It's new. Here, skill. We unlocked... <laughs> that was weird. That's a long path to get to that. Twisting backstab. Critical hits deal 3x damage for one turn. Well, that sounds good. That sounds like it's going to work in our favor. Been stabbed in the back. And so you ran RBBTO or you worked in RBBTO? I've actually never been too clear on this myself. Oh, well, let me educate you. All right, bring it on. It's game time that we are having right now. Um, I attended until 2008. We did it every single summer. In 2009, I think, is the first year I officially worked for them. Uh-huh. I was working as the uh, RT staff liaison, I think just because I was friendly with you guys compared to them. And also, Not that we were, you make it sound like we were unfriendly with them. No, I just like, Fucking I guess jerks. I was closer to you guys. Like, I knew you better than the rest of the team. I got you. I had conversed with you, I think, more often. Um, and then I also helped. So, wait, 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 wait. So, how did we meet then? You and I? Yeah. You and I met at the first RVBTO, 2005. So, at the RVBTO, the fan gathering in Toronto, 
That's when we met. Yes. Okay. And I actually have video of it somewhere on my computer at home. No kidding, really. But it's really funny because I'm so awkward. I'm holding my camera up and I'm with my friend Brittany. And I walk over where you and Gus are sitting in a little corner with Jess Kid. <laughs> it's funny that you brought him up. And uh, I was like, oh, they're busy. I think we should leave. And then you're just like, oh, I was just about to say hello. And I was like, hey, what's up? But I'm like holding my camera the whole time. So I'm like first person. <laughs> it was funny. I, th- I guess there's, there's probably a lot of documentation of us meeting people like that over the years. Yeah. Um, and then so so then you took over or you were one of the staff members for RBBTO. Yeah, I hosted one year. I did uh, staff liaison. I did no. marketing for them. I cut this guy up for them. Oh, shit. That dude looks pretty big. Oh, look at that. Get the fuck out of here. And you did what else for them? Smash, smash. Uh, marketing. You did marketing for them? Yeah. And so, and that's when, we, about that time when we first started talking with you about starting to come work for us, the first thing you did for us was work at conventions, right? I think that was even before the concept of working for Earth Teeth even was a thought in my mind. This is so loud. I volunteered. Ooh, now it's too quiet. Yeah, it's, now it's awkward. <laughs> <laughs> now I can actually hear you. Um, no, I, I volunteered for you guys at PAX East 2010, or whatever the first PAX East was. It was either 2009 or 2010. And that was just because I lived in Montreal and it was close to Boston. Is Montreal close to Boston? In comparison to the rest of the events. Yeah. Oh, I see. It well, was we, like an eight-hour bus ride. Well, we also did the, the Canadian National Expo from time to time, and that was in Toronto. We did, but I did not know about that. But I love I love going to RBBTO, um, and I sh- I'm talking about the past tense. But I mean, is it past tense? Technically, yes. Uh, the staff members who ran RBBTO ran it for eight years, and then I mean, it's just a full time job that none of them could really keep up. I mean, people are getting married and having families, moving That's on with crazy. their life. It's just a really hard thing to manage. That's one of the weirdest things about uh, RB- RBB and Brewster Teeth in general. Is the number of people that have met through it and then get married and then themselves yep. have kids. It's just like, it's really crazy. Well, there's actually a couple who met at RBBTO, RBBTO 2006, uh, Ryan and Britta, who you know very well as I well. I know them very well. They, they met, did not hit it off at first, and now they are married with a child. Classic story. <laughs> Two people meet. They don't like each other at first. What's going to happen? What? Oh, my gosh. The drama. And then, sure enough, so, you know, they get together. They see through their differences and, and have fall lots in of love. sex. Let's take it easy. We don't need to go like we don't go like deep details. But I think now you own fifty percent of that child's income. That for is life. in the uh, user agreement that yes. any child that comes out of a union of two people who meet via Rushti, I get fifty percent of that child's. <laughs> I think it's a fair deal. Yeah, no, for sure. You're, I mean, technically, you're responsible for it. Uh, if you think about it, they have you, if to you think. think about it. I'm not like in the room because that'd be weird. But I'm there in spirit. That's also kind of weird, but not as weird as being there physically. Do you think they make love to like a let's, let's play or something? Let's take it easy. <laughs> let's take it easy. The smooth sounds of Gavin and Michael. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> they're, they're banging to a rage quit. <laughs> it's so visceral. All right, let's go this way. I think it's raw like an animal. <laughs> Sorry. So when did you first meet? Because I, I did a game time once before. There's a guy who works for him. You might know him. He's a British kid. His name's Gavin. Mm, not familiar. When did you first meet Gav? I actually met Gavin, I think, within a couple months of signing up on Rooster Teeth. So, like, late 2004. Did we know? So I've known him for almost 10 years of my life. 
almost 10 years of your life. Yeah, uh, we, go, we go way back. Yeah, he was one of the earliest, like, uh, that I ever, like, met anybody in the community and was like, I went over to the UK. I, I went over and met up with him and said hello. It's funny because me and Gavin actually became very good friends on the site, and we used to Skype at least once a week and just talk and hang out. And we used to, like, just joke around about, like, oh, how awesome would it be if we both lived in Austin? We could, like, go, like, get drinks or something, hang out. No kidding, really. And then every now and then I'll just look at him and be like, dude, (laughs) what happened? Here we are. Yeah. Somehow or somewhat. Ooh, what's the Somehow we're both here. I don't want to go here. I'm going to go up top. So you guys, you're, so you're Skyping with Gavin all the time. Does he ever get the rank of, like, you pretend like you like him, internet boyfriend? Does that ever happen? It was never like that with us. We were just good friends. I don't think we talked often enough for it to become like that. And I think, like, I always had a boyfriend and he always had a girlfriend, right. so it was never insinuated like that. everybody. Sorry. That's okay. We are the OTP. <laughs> yeah, you know me. You down with OTP? I'm making fucking good progress here. Look at this. Look at you. Pull and switch it. Make sure there's nobody on the spikes when you pull that switch. Yeah, I'm kill another person. Apparently, death is not a big deal in this game because I killed the dude and he just immediately got back up and went back to business. Fire. That, that's a chest. That's a lot. This, this chest seems like it's gonna be good. What's it? Oh, new, new item. New item unlocked. What is it? You have to say it very loudly. It's in capitals. New item unlocked. There you go. What is it? It is. How do I check? You have a new hat. Thank you. <laughs> I will enjoy my new hat with my friends. Look, it's got like a red brim on it. <laughs> I think that's, that's the same old, same old hat. Yeah, probably. Oh, son of a gun. What am I doing here? Oh, uh, that's nice. All right. Ring that bell. I gotta, I gotta like, bring everybody down here one by one. Boo. Okay, so then you're at RBBTO. We meet you there. You come to work at some conventions. You worked at PAX East, but that was pretty quickly. Like, we hired you, like, right away then after that. No, not really. It seems like it. I think it was another year. I guess we hired you because we had to get you a visa. You yes. were, you were You were a much easier visa than was Gavin, but we were talking about hiring you for a while. See, I didn't know that. You also did a uh, video. Was it one of the recaps? And you did it from uh, PAX East. Fan Expo. You did it from Fan Expo. Yeah, Marshall and Miles were uh, at Fan Expo with me that year, and Marshall's like, hey, we just started the show, The Recap. I think he wanted me to try hosting it the first time, but I couldn't get the camera set Victory. up. Victory, high five. Yay! I self-high-fived, because Barbara won't do it with me anymore. I'm cold-blooded. Um, cold-handed. <laughs> cold-handed. All right, got to find this item that they gave me. So get me through the timeline here, so we're not too distracted by this wonderful game. Um, oh, her name's January. Mm. January the Elf. Oh, yeah, look, I got a new bow. Jealous? I bet you are. Bow down. Who's Oh, I got a new skill, too. I got a new skill, and that's the catching fire. Devastating arrow. fire. Let me see what it says here. That is the devastating firestorm. Deal massive explosive damage to targets and the surrounding enemies. Well, that sounds like a thing I want to do all the time. All right, now we're at a threshold. Every day, all day. This is the most... This is the most nondescript map ever. Where do you think we're going to go next? <laughs> Could it possibly be there? Should we go to the next beige block? <laughs> let's let's see. What about that mountain? Look at this ridge line up ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, work in progress. We just want to make sure that work in progress. <laughs> sure, we're going to make somebody angry who's working very hard in this game. Dude, lightning! We're getting an early access to the game. I'm not sure how I feel about early access games. It's like a big trend lately where... I think last week the top five games on Steam were all early access games, and it's like, I get it, I get it, what's going on, but it's like, it's like, 
between like DLC making the games when they come out not feel done, and now they're literally putting out games that aren't done yet. It's like when are games when are games out? When are they when are they finished? This game isn't done, but it's done, Jin. <laughs> Allow it. Allow that. Let's go. Oh, I got the wrong dude. I'm gonna get this out of here. And so take us to the timeline now yep. here. So you worked first. The first thing you ever did was PAX East. That was PAX East. Was that the one where we introduced Monty for the first time? Yes. Oh, it was. Okay. So, so that was 2009? I was extraordinarily distracted during that PAX East. Yeah. Because, I mean, it was like a lot of stuff going on with Red vs. Blue. The first immersion episode was shown. Oh, I'm not, I'm not holding a grudge or anything about that PAX East. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I wasn't like, man, Brian was a dick to me a couple of years ago. <laughs> what Fuck. a prick. Thought we were friends. Yeah, I said oh, hi. I gotta, didn't I even gotta, acknowledge me. I got a good thing I can do here. I'm gonna take that bitch out, Ooh. and then if I can get my oh, Durger. Dur- 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 All right, I'm gonna skip. Oh, wait, watch this. Oh, that didn't do shit. You killed him, didn't you? <laughs> well, I was gonna charge up through all of them, but that didn't work at all in my favor. What if you just yell really loud? I don't know what that means. Just like the echoes will just. Make the bats go crazy because don't they? Barb, like, I gotta do what's in the game. I yeah. can't just make shit up on the fly. Why not? On, it's not Dude, it's a work in progress. <laughs> it's not anarchy, for God's it's sake. It's our own rules. So you do Pax East. We're gonna get through this this part of it eventually. Yes. You can do Pax East, and then what? Oh, you wait all the way till Canadian National Expo, Fan Expo. Close. Where's Fan Expo? Uh, that's in Toronto. It's like a Comic Con. It's like Comic Con. Yeah. Isn't that Canadian National Expo? I don't think so. Uh, as far as I know, we only did one con in Toronto. It's like the Comic Con of Toronto. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was Canadian National Expo. I guess you're telling me it's Fan Expo. But I did that in August of 2000... Wait, what? Um, yeah, August still? of 2000. Were you still at university? No, I had just finished. You had just finished. And so you were put on the recap, the, yes. one of the first recaps. And I remember you, I remember we saw that video, and I said, I went to Matt and I go, what are we doing here? Why aren't we, why aren't we hiring Barbara? I mean, there's literally a conversation. Matt goes, I don't know. You didn't go, we're in a herd burp, 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 Why in a burp, 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 burp? That's exactly how the conversation was. That's all our executive meetings are spoken in internet derp. Why is a burp, 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 But it was really, I mean, that was the conversation I had with Matt was, why are we not hiring Barbara? And Matt was like, I don't know. I, I don't have a good answer to this question. So I said, why don't we just hire Barbara? And he goes, okay, let's hire Barbara. Well, I'm glad he didn't have an answer. Yeah, if you had an answer, you'd be well. fucked. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, well, I have many reasons, actually. Because she's on drugs. Like, oh, okay. That yeah, makes sense, you know. then. Yeah, but it was so... I think in a lot of ways, you can thank Miles and... Uh, yeah, Miles I, before you? I thanked... What the fuck are we thinking? Miles, Miles was still an intern. Oh, I met okay. Miles at the first RTX in 2011. Yeah. his uh, The first RTX is when, like... That was kind of our first encounter with Miles, where... Uh, actually, I shouldn't say that. Um, Miles did a lot of work for uh, Red vs. Blue on a production level uh, where he would come and he would, like, archive footage and stuff, like real, like, hardcore production stuff, like yeah. ar- organized hard drives and stuff like that. That guy's in there by himself, and there's nothing I can do about that. Oop. Can you go in that door? Yeah, I'm, I'm, in, a, I'm in bad shape here. Oh. Somebody's, somebody's going to get their ass kicked here. And it's oh, critical hit. Um, you know, it's a normal hit. It tells me, like, there's percentages just to hit on everybody, but I'm, I mean, it seems like I don't think I've missed anybody the entire time I've been playing. Yeah. yeah but so we hired Miles after um, he kind of kicked ass during RTX, the very first RTX, which was in the middle of the field, 
where we filmed that literally. Uh, zo- yeah, literally, where we filmed that zombie immersion. <laughs> where I got the worst burn of my entire life. Oh my that looked God. like angry eyes on my back. <laughs> and so <laughs> remember that you did a, you did a video for that too. That was another reason. Why. Yeah, I did a immersion behind the scenes. Right, and we put, miles, we put that we put that video out. So that was before the fan expo. Yes. So okay. Yeah. So well, there's been a couple videos you had been in. And yeah, so I went to Matt and I said, "What are we, what are we doing here? Why why are we not hiring Barbara?" And he, like I said, didn't have an answer for it. So I called you, and I said, "Hey, do you want to come work here?" And that was a short conversation because it's pretty <laughs> clear that you wanted to. Uh, and then we got to work on doing the uh, doing the visa. visa. And I know there's a, there was a date in there that was really important to you. Was it the day you got the job, or was it the day that I made that phone call to you? Uh, September fifth. 2011 is when you aimed me, actually. Is that what it did? Yeah, you aimed me and said... You Real know, personal. That's me, the way we do it at Rashid. Well, you know. It's easy, efficient. No uh, long-distance charges. It's <laughs> a different request on yeah. uh, Facebook. And ah. I remember we had been discussing it. Like, you brought it up, I think, in June <coughs> after RTX. And you're just like, what do you think about the possibility of this? And you said no guarantees because you never know what could happen or... If there's even a fit for me, who knows? Because at that time, I think you guys were just doing mainly production. You didn't really have a lot of people doing community stuff, marketing stuff. It was, uh, I can say, it was a, it was a long time uh, coming when we started hiring people where we talk about us doing like just production. It's true, where we didn't have any positions that we hired that weren't based on making content. Right. Wait, it showed me this other door, and I don't know what that means. All right, we're going to go down there. Oop, can't go down there with that guy. Um, so, like, a job where you would be, and I, I hesitate to use the word just, uh, but where you would focus on, say, merchandise. Like, that job didn't exist. Yeah. Like, Everyone Jeff, kind of was a jack-of-all-trades. Everybody was. Yeah, everybody had a lot of slash job titles. Yeah. Let me get up here and get my guys in there. Look at that shit. Oh. Um, Don't. Like, Don't for instance, Jeff was, uh, Jeff was the guy who managed the store, um, and on top of doing other things, like um, in those days, he was working a, a lot on Red versus Blue and helping me with it. And that was when he moved over to Achievement Hunter. Um, that's about the time that the the, the store duties uh, were, were carved out and given to someone else so he could focus on it. Yeah. And I think that was one of the first early successes of like figuring out, well, if we have people that are specialized in stuff, uh, it really helps them make it and do well. You know. Yeah. Um, and so now it's like we have social media. You're, you're, you have a lot of slash job titles. I have though. a lot of slash job titles. And I get the question a lot because people want to, you know, ask about your job or interview you about stuff constantly at Rooster Teeth because we are very public and you, people have a lot of school reports that they need to interview. Dude, about. I man, I'll tell you what. When school starts back up again, I do a lot. People want to do interviews, which basically is like, yeah. it's. I hate to say this, it's basically the same ten questions over and over again. Yeah. And I say, look, just go look at this interview and just those are the answers. They don't change. It's like. I appreciate it, but if, if I get, like, 30 of these in a month, I'm just doing 30 people's homework assignments. Yeah. No, no offense, you know? But one of the questions I always get asked is, what's a typical day like for you? What is a typical day like for I you, I can't Barbara? answer that because every day is different. Well, you set me up for a lousy question. I was, I'm just – I was setting <laughs> myself up to explain that it's it's always different every single day. It – it it is. I mean, you, I mean, you have some job duties though that never change. I mean, yeah. your thing of being social media as part of your job uh, responsibilities is, you know, you interface. Look at this. No puns. That was a great opportunity for a pun. You want to mm-hmm. help us out with the pun here, Barb? What Look, did you say? she says, "Rubbish pit. Don't forget to recycle." Uh, I'll, just, I'll just do on that one for a second. You can do it, Barb. I got faith in you. Uh, uh, I can't. Do you have one? 
No. Oh. I'm shitty at puns, man. I thought you puns had one in mind. harder than what people give them credit for because they're so shitty, but they're it's really It's the hard. highest form of comedy, It is actually. not. It's not the highest because, form of comedy. Because, I don't know where the fuck you read that, that you is the highest form of comedy. You need to be so quick-witted that people don't even see it coming. <laughs> so There's a lot of other quick wit. <laughs> it's not a lousy pun, I can guarantee. Oh, I'm going to stab a fucker in the back. There we go. Man, I'm actually doing pretty well at this. Although I don't know if it's if it's a hard game or if it's a work in progress. I think it's, you just have to get used to the controls. And I wonder if the difficulty is also in progress. Mm-hmm. I'm not using like any of my special powers. Uh, I don't want to use the pad and bring everybody here. I'm you should use it. your powers of X-ray vision so you could see that hot blonde elf naked. And so we talked about the horrors. Whoa! <laughs> what talk- are those? Are those ghosts? I think they're it's zombies. A floating thing. I'm gonna check it to my pad. Oh, it's not gonna happen for me. I'm running, warrior. I'm coming. <laughs> I can't get over how funny they're running. Uh, it's a little funny. It's a little funny. It's like copping with movement. Yeah. Wow. I'm about to get my ass handed to me. So we talked on, on Gavin's game time and on a lot of the podcasts about how difficult it was to get a visa for Gavin. Yeah. Because he's A, uneducated, and B, Gavin. So two uh, very, your, very hard things. Your process was way easier. Well, I had two things going for me. One, I got a university degree. Two, I was Canadian. And being Canadian and coming to America, there's NAFTA, which is the North American Free Trade Agreement. Yep. Which makes it very easy for us to come in. When you say very easy or just easier? Easier, I guess. There are certain visas that are very easy to get in comparison to the H-1B, which is I, what I have. I can't believe I didn't step on that pad and bring the guy you in. suck. That was dumb. I was, no. I was all distracted by your story about H-1B visas. I, it's such a good story, so <laughs> I don't blame you. But yeah, I, it was pretty easy process. I think it only took like two and a half months total. Yeah, it was still scary, though. I remember by the time we got done, you and Gavin finished the process at the exact same time. You were in approvals at the same time. Yep. And you had, um, like, we were waiting on the website to update. And it was going to take up to 14 days. And we were refreshing constantly uh, to see when these things would update. And yours updated. At, like, midnight. Way before Gavin's, though. Way yeah. before Gavin's. And, uh... We, and we kept watching. In fact, you were the one who uh, uh, who saw when Gavin's was approved finally. Yeah, because I think you had given me, like, his file number or something because I wanted to check it, too. Yeah. Because I, I'm just like that. Probably illegal. Yeah. I'm sure. Know, whatever. But, oh, well. All I can see is approved or not approved. But I remember, like, I would check it constantly, all day, every day, of course. Right. My power. And I remember I was like, I'm going to go to bed and I'll just check it one more time. Maybe they update at night. And then sure enough, it said approved. And I was like, I, I, uh... Words, but I wasn't sure if it was actually legit or not, so I had to wait to the next day to the lawyer to go look at it. And then you came. Uh, that was yours or Gavin's? Mine. Yeah. And then you guys, you and Gavin, arrived in Austin on the same day, right? No, I got here in December. He got here in February. Oh, is that true? Mm-hmm. What's the the picture? My memory can sometimes for timelines is so shitty. When we picked him up from the airport, we went to home place. And I had the picture of you two together. Yeah. God, I thought that was like you guys arriving at basically the same time. And you said this is three months in the or no, three years in the making. That was, a, that, was, that was a crazy year. I was getting divorced at year two and everything else. It was uh-huh. like fucking many years. Like a year of lawyers, basically. Yeah. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. Well, me and Gavin are like the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. Yeah. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's, let's, that's exactly how I think of you guys. You're okay, just me. Just me. <laughs> the pot of gold. <laughs> Gavin's at, the leprechaun. <laughs> and so you came to work for us. You start off social media. 
you had a fucking shitty first week yeah. at social media. There's another weird thing that happens at Rooster Teeth, and I think I've talked about this before, but I'm always careful to say it around you because I'm always thinking you're going to think I'm specifically talking about you. I'm literally talking about everybody. Which you are in this case, though. I am in this case because <laughs> it's relevant right now. Thank you, yeah. Ms. Dunkelman. Uh, is that we all had slash job titles for a long time. Yep. Like writer slash director slash bookkeeper slash payroll person. Uh, you know, and then you had, uh, you know, a co-producer slash merchandise guy slash shipper. Uh, you know, and Gus was technician slash producer <laughs> slash IT. Slash machinimator. And then we got to the point where we started having the ability to hire the people to do specific jobs. And we thought, oh, this is going to be great because it will be someone dedicated to this and this is going to make everyone's life a lot easier. The weird thing that happens, though, is that when somebody starts in a position like that, it immediately gets worse and then it before it gets better. Like, it immediately gets worse. And it's happened with almost every single position. Really? And I remember when we hired our social media director, we immediately had a social media crisis. I don't know, where we, I don't know what you're talking about. We right? pissed off the uh, American <laughs> military. It's, it's yeah. a long story, but we've talked about it before. It's a long story, and it was just one of those situations where... A guy in the military lied to us. Yes. And we were being nice and posting the guy's story. It was a... a what do they call it? A stolen valor? Yeah. Thing? I forget the exact term. I think it's something with the word valor. Yeah. And it's uh, basically... Or false valor, where he was saying he had been in combat, and he hadn't. And people... And, like, this paid. amazing thing happened to him, and... Right. That involved a Rooster Teeth hat and all this stuff, and, and he was a fan. And so we thought it would be great... And a great way to honor the military to repost that story, and you got attacked by some guys who take it very yes. seriously. It was almost like a complete misunderstanding where they thought we were aiding someone telling a false story, which in a way we were, but we weren't doing it with uh, ill intentions. We were doing it with the best intentions, yeah. and it got out of hand, and luckily we handled it all. You had a trial by fire in your first week. I did. I learned media. a lot that week. Yeah. Biggest lesson I learned, always sleep on something. If you're trying to figure out how to respond to something, sleep on it. I think also, too, another valuable lesson to learn, and that is that private emails don't stay private. Yes. Yeah. Somebody replied, sent an email to you, you replied back in private, and I just took your email and posted it somewhere. Yep. And everybody took that as that was my response to everybody. To the public. And no, you're responding specifically to somebody's individual yeah. email. Yeah. You know, those are valuable lessons. You know, they say, Barbara, that the way that you make good decisions in business is... Uh, through experience, and that's why experience is valuable. But the way that you get experience is by making bad decisions. Yep. Yep, and that happens. And, and it wasn't necessarily, I, I shouldn't say, I don't want you to think that I thought you were making a bad decision, but it was a, it was definitely a, a tough scenario. It was a learning experience. It was a learning experience. They call those opportunities. Yes. Yeah, that didn't feel like an opportunity at the time, I'm sure, though. Mm-mm. And yep. I, think, I think it was also, I had just started there. And as you could imagine, I'm sure a lot of people listening, if they got a job at Rooster Teeth, dream job for at that point seven years i've been on the site so much pressure on you so much nervousness on me on me i'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. Bernie, i hope you don't feel too pressured that i'm hired now um but yeah I, I, I thought you handled that part really well i thought you were like you dealt with it like not so much of a thing like uh, working at rooster teeth and trying to get so hard to get there but like this is you know this is the deal you know, I'm going to deal with this the situation as it is, not like any additional weight on top of it. You took it very seriously, I thought. Yeah. And so I, uh, I, I, thought, I thought you handled it really well. well I did. You. you know, it was a, it was a tough, it was touch and go there for a couple of days, but it's good. Uh, we tried not to tell a long story, and here we told a long story. <laughs> so go figure. Um, and then um, you came on, and then how long before you started appearing in videos on the site and in the podcast and all that? 
The podcast, I think, took a little bit longer. I remember I stepped in on one when I first got hired, like, that week. But mm-hmm. it was just kind of like to say hello. I always try to do that. I always try to bring people in. Oh, my God, enough with the fucking zombies. <laughs> Those are skeletons, aren't they? Oh, they are skeletons, you're right. I, I, Don't embarrass me, Barbara. Sorry. Anybody who's just listening, this is, a, this is a zombie. And I was in the wrong. Oh. What's that floating girl, though? She's freaking me out. Yeah, she's supposed to. She's a freak. I got no... Is there anyone to heal dudes? I need a healer in my group. Um, and so, but you were in the Siri video. That was one of the first ones you came on and were in. Yes. And it's funny, I was just talking about this with Blaine. His first video as an official Rooster employee, he's naked. Yep. My first video as an official Rooster employee, I'm naked in the shower. Once again, thanks to Marshall. Am I yep. right? Is it Marshall? Yep. Oh, fucker's dead. He actually was the one who approached me. He's like, so. Oh, did he say pressure? No. Don't listen. That's no, he it. said, how would you feel about possibly being in the show? Is your Marshall impression? Yeah, he talks very slowly, and he's just like, yeah. And I don't want to speak for Marshall at all, um, but um, he's actually really, what's the word here? He's very moral about what he wants to put on screen. Yeah. Like, I've always had the opinion that because we're on the web, um, we don't need to follow the rules of TV. Uh, and everyone on the web seems to want to do that. But I'm saying, you know, if, if we're on the web, we don't we're not we don't have to buy by those rules. We, do your we, own shit, man. Yeah, or do it your own way. And so I I, I made the comment uh, one time that if we wanted to, we could actually do you know a scene where it was something was really dark that happened in it, uh, or you know we could do something where people actually oh my god what? that is a bad thing that just happened to me. You got this. You know. No, I don't Sorry for your well. I think we're buddy. all gonna die. So I got greedy. You I got, got greedy. Look right over here to the to the right. There's there's the exit to the, to the dungeon, and I had to, I just had to come up here. You, got you know what I'm gonna do? What? I can't do it. I was gonna try to sacrifice my dude and get up there, but I can't do it. I'm fucked. Barbara, what, I'm fucked. What does that lever do? I think that opens the gate behind me. And you have to kill him. I don't have to, but I mean, yeah, I, got, yeah, I have to. <laughs> I don't know why I said I don't, I don't have, have to. I have to, but I have to. Yeah, yeah, it's got to. You know, it's not called Dungeon Conversations. It's, it's called Dungeon Dashers. I should dash, dash away. Out. I should dash away. You make it nice. Dash out. Dash out. Dash out. All right, that's one of the dudes dead. Oh, I completed the quest. That's nice. So I got that going for me. You killed six orcs. Oh, I'm fucking dudes up. I got hope now. Before, I was like, had no hope. You were like now, down for the count. Get him. All right. That's not going to end well. That's not going to end well. Oh, man. And so you were in the Siri video. Yeah. And he had you naked in the video. Yes. Marshall had you. Uh, supposedly you naked. Yes. Supposedly naked. Yeah. So you were in the shower scene. We're not going to, like, ruin the movie magic here. Because <laughs> apparently we ruined the fact that Blaine was... Uh... Had a little undies on. What? What's this? Can't... Oh, I'm on top of another player. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm on top of the dude's dead body. Oh, look nice. at that bow and arrow lady. He's doing great. Oh, Uh-oh. look at this. Katniss. All right, let's go. Bam. Oh, you got one of you in here? This is it. I can't believe Dude, I, you I, got I, this. I, I got this. You thought you were out. I did. Look at that. Just, you know what? Have faith in yourself. That's that's what we're learning here in game time today. Da-da-da-dashers. Believe Dashers. in yourself. Look at that. Even my elf or my rogue is back up. And we're going here. I'm going to go stand on the green plates. We're going to get a victory. I'm going to high-five myself, and you're not invited. <laughs> oh, fuck. They keep getting tab to change dudes, and that's not the way to do it. Okay, and then what was, like, is what's your favorite 
piece of content you've been in for Rooster Teeth? Oh, man. I had a lot of fun uh, on that Girls, Girls, Girls shoot. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know why. I just had fun doing it. You're talking about the Miles short where it's Miles inner dialogue. Victory, yeah. high five to me. Good job. Stay out of a burp. Oh, I will. <laughs> I'll sit here. Cool, because you're not invited. So, okay. all worked out. <laughs> So that was your favorite one, the Girls, Girls, Girls one, I huh? I, I think my favorite is still, I don't know if I could count it, but just the podcast in general. Yeah. I love being on the podcast. I think I don't know if it's a nature of having met you so young, or I know about, like, the goofy shit you went through with, like, some of the people on the site. Yeah. Like, and you, you know, um, back in, like, the social media days where people would go after you. But I've always been, even, the, even when you came to work for us, always been very protective of you, like, when the military thing went down. I want to make sure that you knew that we're going to work this out. It's going to be okay. And there's another thing that happened. I wonder if we should talk about this even, where you had a problem internally when you started because you were in that series short. And then you did a couple of, like, recaps where you were just expressing your normal normal Barbara Dunkelman humor, which is, like, if you don't know Barbara, it's two things. It's <laughs> puns and penises. There is more to me than that. that but that those but are really. two heavy hitters, basically. And I had, no, by the way, no puns in this game so far. Yeah, what the fuck, Ashley? And you actually got some flack from some older ladies that we know and work with that were saying that you were not being appropriate. Yes. And I did not like that at all. Because me neither. In comedy, you should not be telling people no or, like, making people second-guess what they're doing. Well, it was also a case of... You shouldn't be doing this because you're a girl. Yeah, yeah. Where it's like, if a guy made the same joke that I did or did the same physical joke that I did, I don't want to explain exactly what it is, but th- nobody would think twice. Nope. But the fact that I am a girl and I should be held to a certain different standard, some people didn't like it. Or people literally making that joke right next to you. I mean, they were, they were in the same room making the same joke and weren't called out on that kind of stuff. Yeah. And listen... I can see both sides. You know what I mean? I can see why people think, you know, you want to maintain a certain image and, you know, there's people looking up to you and all that stuff. But at the end of the day, it's not what comedy is about. And I I think, especially for our fans, I find that people look up to you when they see that you're being yourself. When they see that you're being the goofy or inappropriate, immature, whatever you want to call it, person (laughs) that you are. And they could see through if you're being fake or you're trying to put on a show. Hey, you know, benefit the doubt on this whole thing, too. I can see that, like... In this scenario, you come into a mainly male at that point comedic environment. Uh, you start, be, you know, you're, you're in a series video where you, you know, are at least presented as if you're top. You have your top off in that. Um, you know, there's another set of series series of jokes like on the podcast or in a, or in a recap where there's scenarios that, that you know are scripted and some that where you just put like you know, hey, do this and be funny. And I can get where people would say like, are we taking advantage of this young pretty girl? And kind of setting her up in these scenarios to, like, be this kind of person. I don't think that's the case, but I was definitely, like, had, had to, like, make sure that we weren't doing that kind of thing. Kind of second-guessing yourself. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think the thing, my motto has always been with Rooster Teeth, I say yes to everything. Okay. If I don't want to do something, I won't do it. But if someone presents me with an opportunity, say, hey, you want to be on the podcast, hey, you want to be in the short, I always say yes. So what are you saying? So tell me what you mean. When you say you say yes to everything, so like if somebody presents something that you don't want to do, you don't say yes to that. Well, I mean, I can't, I'm not really wording this correctly, but yes, I I would do pretty much anything with Rooster Teeth because I feel like 
you guys wouldn't put me in a situation that makes well, me feel Well, why do you say you guys now? I mean, you've been working here for as long as you have. I mean, it's not like when you say you guys, you mean like the writers and producers yeah. kind of thing? Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. They wouldn't put me in something or have me involved with something that they was inappropriate. But that being said, you can do stuff with the best intentions, and then it, it comes out a certain way. Going back to the thing we talked about with the military guy, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, that kind of thing could could happen where it's like, oh, we thought it was going to come across this way, and it came across this way, and it didn't, you know. I mean, people can also fuck up yeah. un- unintentionally, you know, and then, then that thing's out there forever. I can think of actually an example like that um, where there's a video that I think Matt is in. Uh, for past cast, and it comes across mm. way creepier than yes. I think initially intended, and that's more of an execution thing. Uh, but we do have a long-standing guideline, if not a rule, at Rooster Teeth, which is uh, if somebody's in something, you can always take a look at it and say how you feel about it. And I think across the whole history of Rooster Teeth, only one video has ever been like the person was in it and said, I don't want that video to come out. And even now with the podcast, I don't think, especially with the video podcast, I don't think much is cut at all. No, I mean, I think the, you know, I don't know if we had started a live stream podcast day one. I don't know if we would talk about the things we talk about today. True. Does that make sense? I mean, like, we'll be on the live stream podcast. We'll say, oh, fucking witch, wake up. Uh, We'll we'll say, (laughs) sleeping bag. Oh, what's up, Gandalf? All right. So, We'll talk about stuff on the podcast live that we've grown to be comfortable with because we had the ability to edit in the past. But I don't even think about that stuff anymore. I really don't. Yeah. Like, I even say, you know, to people when we do game time, just talk about whatever. If you don't like it, we'll edit it out later. But it's mainly to give people the freedom to just do whatever they want to. So if you feel like there's a part of this conversation that's missing, it's probably because it has to be cut. Yeah? Just kidding. No, we're good. And you thought it was huge. (laughs) That was was our cut. Good job. You like that? I even held the guy still for that. Uh, but how do you feel about like um, you know this whole this whole started this like journey with Rushi started in your house with your brothers? How does that affect you? Because I know your dad watches our content on a regular basis. My and, whole family actually does. Oh really? Mom and dad. And are you are you guarded about that at all? I mean, does that enter your mind when you're doing comedy stuff? I mean, you tell me. No, I'm just kidding. Um, it doesn't seem like it. I never want to censor myself. I feel like if there's something I is not appropriate to say in front of my parents, probably shouldn't be said at all. Wow, that is I finally figured out a way to backstab the dude. Damn. I found out You use your I, special ability. Well I found out in the last uh oh, Wizards Awake. Thanks for joining us, buddy. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Um Oh yeah, so talking about my parents. Victory. They have always been extremely supportive. Victory High five yourself. Yep. I forgot. There you go. Um they've always been very supportive and very interested in what I do at Rooster Teeth. Uh-huh. And I think when I got hired here, they already knew what it was just based on my involvement over the seven, eight years I'd already been part of the site. But when I got hired, they started watching everything, listening to every podcast and following everyone on Twitter and doing this and that. Yep. So now they're almost at the point where they're like super fans. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, you know, it was, uh, I mean, it was some of the biggest roadblocks for me uh, when I was starting in comedy was... You know, just what my parents were going to think of it, yeah. you know, and I, you don't want to think like that, but I had a really good relationship with my parents. They're both passed, passed away at this point. Um, but yeah, it, I was always concerned, especially with my mom, because she was the one growing up who was like, she would be like, oh, you know, oh, you, there's a great Adam Sandler quote uh, that his, when he told his mom he was going to go into comedy, she said, they're all going to laugh at you. <laughs> Which, 
<laughs> just, I love that. And my mother was, uh, my I mother was very much that way. He's had a whole comedy album called They're, They're, all, gonna They're all Gonna Laugh at You. They're All Gonna Laugh at You. Adam, wear a jacket. It's cold outside. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so it was, uh, it was kind of a, um, it was kind of a, a roadblock for me starting out in a lot of weird ways. I got a lot bolder after my mom passed away, um, uh, in that it was like really, just, just me. Didn't have to hold back at all in, for any reason? Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's, I, I don't think I realized, like, that I was doing it, you know what I mean, in, in, a, in a lot of ways. But, uh, oh, look, more zombies. This is, um, I think we're to the point of the game where we fight skeletons in, in the forest. We finally have a new enemy to fight here. We have this. Okay, then watch. I'm going to use my backstab here. Wow. Yeah. That is, like, the do, best. Do it in the butt. Yeah. Oh, did it make more spiders? That's a bunch of bullshit. I, I didn't sign up for that. This is my worst nightmare. What spiders that make spiders? Yeah, yeah, that's spiders pretty that bad. Make more spiders. Or that you kill the spider and more spiders like spontaneously generate. Have you ever seen that video where the guy brushes the bush and a bunch of like daddy long legs like squirm out, but it's like thousands of them? Yeah, I had a the house where we first made red versus blue. <laughs> it was in Buda. We had uh, black widow spiders, and I had like it had so many daddy long legs on the front of it. It looked like it had a beard. The house gross. had a beard. Yeah, it was pretty gross. Uh, Your house had a beard. I don't know what the hell this slash power that the, the warrior has. It says it does three tiles at once, but sure as fuck doesn't seem like that. Wobble, 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 wobble. Oh, come on with this business. Every time you open the door. And you I know. know Opening doors this game is bad news. Turn around. So what about now? What are, you, are you doing the stuff you love? Like, Because we talked about your Slash job titles before, but what are you doing Slash job title-wise? Slash job title-wise. Yeah, what are, what are all the things you do at Rooster? Well, my technical role, biggest role, community manager... Um, do social media, co-direct RTX, which has been a ton of fun. Well, first of all, just to make sure we explain that, what is social media? Like, when you say you do our social media, what is that? Social media is basically everything that is public-facing. So Twitter, Facebook, our site, Google+. Um, sometimes I help with YouTube. I wouldn't count that as, as much social media as the other things. You're saying YouTube is not social media? Yeah. I definitely treat YouTube like a social media site. That's, I think that's I just the way mean, I like, in the way of... Announcing things. Sure, no, I get it. Yeah, I get it. I mean, we have, obviously, YouTube is a totally different animal for us. And yeah. the way that we approach YouTube, um, a lot of people worked on that. I think the main focus I've always had is using our social media to get people to our site. Fucking spiders. Which is not always easy because, you know, Twitter's a big thing now. Facebook has always been kind of big. Well, the tough thing is, is that, you know, roosterteeth.com is the home of Rooster Teeth, and people tend not to leave those other sites. They just, that's, that's, you know, they get on those things and they stay there. Yeah. Stabbing everybody. Well, I mean, even a bunch of people at Rooster Teeth have adopted Twitter and are really a big fan of it. I know. I'm one of them. You and I are a big fan of Twitter. Yeah, I'm one of them. Where where are you on that? I mean, like, I mean, are you, are you getting tired of that at all? Not really. I just feel like. I don't know. I wish there was an easier way to incorporate our site and Twitter, so it could be the best of both worlds. Let me t- let me bring up a very specific problem here, and maybe as social media, you can help me figure out how to address this. So, one of the cool things we have is that Reddit is one of the big social media sites now, with yes. a bunch of links and all that stuff. Ah, links like the elf guy there. Um, That's a girl. It's well, whatever. It looks like a link, doesn't it? I mean, it's Zelda. <laughs> it's, it's it's the main character from Legend of Zelda. It's Zelda. Why is there lightning on this door? I know. I'm just I'm just kidding. Why don't you throw the girl into it? See what happens. Wow, that's kind of aggressive. Let me see. There's got to be something down this forest path. Oh, there's a door. What do you think is going to happen when we walk through this door, Barb? You could throw her into the 
uh, Lightning Doran say, you look really electric cute today. I'm a wizard up here. It's <laughs> the worst. You're the worst person ever. But, uh, okay, so really cool thing is that we have uh, on this big social media site, Reddit, we have a subreddit that is a Rooster Teeth subreddit. I think and it's, it's like, huge now. I think it's like 50 or 60,000 people on it, like, right? Almost close to 70, maybe? Yeah, and it's really cool that it's there and people discuss everything like that. But they're not, they're not on our site. And the weird thing about it is, and this is a really weird, unique problem to have, is that we have all these people on there putting up Rooster Teeth content on Reddit. Uh, and the problem is that the Rooster Teeth subreddit is not one of the default subreddits. Right. So when we look at Reddit as a okay. company, it's really the value, and I think everyone can understand why I say this, the value is for promotional purposes because 9 million people or some such – Go to Reddit every single day. So if we can get a link on the front page of Reddit, it's a, it's a, it's cool. It's a big deal. It's, it's Huge, got a yeah. high promotional value. But now because of the Rooster Teeth subreddit, in a weird way, we're being abstracted from Reddit. Like people on Reddit don't see our content because it goes in the Rooster Teeth subreddit, and then it, for all intents and purposes, kind of disappears from Reddit. Yeah, like if we put out a funny video that the Chimaner guys do, which would usually go up in gaming, the gaming subreddit. Exactly. Now it just goes to Rooster Teeth. I, and we shouldn't say just goes to Rooster Teeth, but you yeah. see the problem here is that is that the the people who are then viewing that link on Reddit are people who are already Rooster Teeth fans. Yeah. And so, and it's like, even the people on the subreddit are funny sometimes when I go in there, is when we get promotion somewhere else, they're always happy for us. Like, oh, yeah. they got linked in this, ma- or they got mentioned in this magazine. How good for them. Things are going really well. It's like, <laughs> you know, it's like, there was a point in time before the Rooster Teeth subreddit when if, you know... I did an AMA, and it was, like, number three on Reddit, you know? Uh, we put up a link, and it went to, like, the, the top of the front page of Reddit. We've done a couple of AMAs that have always gone to the front page. But they don't go in there anymore now. Now they go in the Rushi subreddit. So it's a really weird – I don't want to call it a problem because it's – I mean, it's but it's a really unique situation. Yeah. And I don't know how to address it. The problem being is that anytime you try to address anything on Reddit, they label it as gaming, that you're somehow gaming Reddit. Um, which I think is just a bunch of horseshit myself anyway because they want you to promote Reddit. And they give you the buttons to put on your site. But as soon as you do that, you're essentially asking people to vote for your content. And they see that as gaming the system, which That's they don't. so lame. I, yeah, it's just like, I, you know, I, I don't understand where that begins and ends, you know. Yeah. You know, I, I understand why they don't want people, like, hiring, you know, call centers in India to, like, drive all their content up. <laughs> but, like, just saying to people, hey, we have a link on Reddit. Why don't you go check it out? I know. Now, apparently that's, nope, that's not going to happen either. It's hard to do. So. I think we just use it as kind of. Extra content. So like solve, solve that problem for me, Mark. It's just cool to see people discussing our stuff in another venue. Yeah, is it? I'm still old school, and it's like, let's all go on the Rishi site and talk about it there. Hey. I mean, uh, feedback is always great. And, it, it, like, I mean, Tumblr has a ton of feedback and a ton of reaction posts and everything, which is really fun to see. I might officially be too old for Tumblr. For Tumblr? I might be. I might be too old for Tumblr. OMG crying. I, I might be, uh... I'm, I'm serious. I, I, I think I, I think I'm man enough to admit that. I think I I'm think old, we're too old all for that. too old for Tumblr. I don't know. I think the prime Some... age is like 13, 14. No way. Yeah. Shannon McCormick's on there all the damn time. Well. <laughs> he also introduced me to Catbug. <laughs> cat so him and Aaron. <laughs> him and Karen are the ones that introduced me to Catbug. So. Oh my God. Yeah. He's a, yeah, Shannon McCormick. He's the guy who plays uh, Agent Washington. For those of you who don't and know. And Ozpin. And Ozpin. Yeah, hey, talk about that. Talk about, so I know you're super happy right now being in the voice cast for Ruby. Oh, I was going to do the same thing. I was going to do Ruby. You were going to go Ruby. Ruby. <laughs> um, how did that the whole thing go, come down? Oh, my God. I don't even know. 
I think Monty just approached me one day. <laughs> the second I could already predict this conversation how it went. I don't even know. Are we going to be in the show? Yeah. Doing? He just, I was in the kitchen. He came out. He goes, sup? I'm like, hey, Monty. <laughs> he's kind of like looking at me like with this, like, he knows something's up, but he's not telling me. And I'm like, right. what is it? He goes, so I have this idea for a show. And I really want you to play Goldilocks. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> Again, the, the, the thing of always saying yes to whatever I'm approached with. And then I didn't really... I like that attitude, that. by the way. You know, as long I'm, I'm really that way now. We used to be a long period of time where we um, we didn't do that kind of stuff. And I made a specific error of saying yes to more stuff. So we're like walking yeah. right down this map. It's like diagonal line. Can we go off the... Are we going to bounce up like a V on the next one? Let's find out. Do you realize out. this map's called Walking Dead or is it that? Thing? That is this area of the map. The Walking Dead. This area, this map is called Sanctuary. Is this where they play an episode for us? Of the Walking Are we Dead? in a dungeon? It seems like we're crossing the landscape, but are we in the dungeon? But we're outside. We've now. dashed away from the dungeon. We went to the dense mountain, dungeon. didn't we? There was a big dense mountain of obsidian. It was scary. All right, uh, Walking Dead. Oh boy, more zombies. I'm feeling it. And so Monty comes up and says, "So I said yes, obviously." You know, Monty watches all of our content, so he's gonna call us out on our horrible oh, impression. Oh, you know, it's good. He knows. He knows it's right. Um, I didn't hear much of it for a while because I think it was still. I don't even know if he even Fuck thought you. about the show itself yet. He just knew he wanted to make a show with characters based on fairy tale characters or so, legendary characters. So the way that worked was we were in the middle of RVB uh, season 10, and Monty all of a sudden showed up with uh, character design and weapon designs. So the show started from a character design standpoint. Uh, and then we said, okay, well, let's. Monty's worked on Red vs. Blue for so long, done such a great job. We should see if he wants to make a show. And so we got him some writers and worked from there. That's yeah. basically the premise of how it worked. And so I think we recorded the first episode, or the first couple episodes of Ruby, like more than a year before the first episode aired. Yeah. Animation is like that. Yeah. And I remember when it first came out, I'm just like, damn. I mean, we I got some shows. Like this show, this. this is a gameplay show. This will be out. Tomorrow. Like, we're recording this. Well, today's Thursday. So it'll be at Saturday. So it'll be, at, yeah. It'll be at Saturday or Sunday. So it'll be at, like, two days from now. Yeah. It won't be a year. <laughs> no? <laughs> Probably not. Probably not. Because Dungeon Dashers will be done by then, I'm sure. Dashers, Dashers. Oh, fuck a duck. I'm mad at him. Fuck I Oh, don't think there's ass. any ducks in this game. And so, and so, talk to me about Yang. And how you approach Yang. Oh, man. Well... I did not come up with the concept of Yang. I think that was mainly Karen Miles came up with her, like, fleshed-out character. But they described so her... So Monty apparently went to Karen Miles and I want to have a character based on Goldilocks, yeah. and they came up with this character, Yang. Yeah, and I think they had decided that uh, her and Ruby were going to be sisters. Okay. Uh, and so they described Yang to me as, like, she's an older sister, and she has this mentality of... She is very caring, but she's also very confident and just, like, wants to be her own person and go out and just, like, do her thing. So she has kind of two different sides of, like, the very motherly character and the very party girl character. And your interpretation, your read for Yang, actually is probably the character that changed the most. Like I think your first read on Yang was was significantly different than where Yang ended up. Yeah. I think so, at least. I I didn't really know what they wanted from me. At first, they were just like, 
yeah, you know, she's bubbly and she's fun. I'm like, okay, so higher-pitched Barbara? Maybe? This looks like a bad dude. I think he looks good. That spider looks... That tiny little baby spider. I'm not scared of that baby spider. Fire. Getting around behind Burn the it. is the best thing ever. I've heard that before. <laughs> all right, all right. I'll <laughs> take it easy. Oh, <laughs> we started this as friends. All right, up, oh, let's go. But yeah, I think the first year I was just, I was trying too hard what? to do a voice. And now it's just more my own voice, I think. Yeah, no, the change is good. Like, uh, some of the best characters in uh, Red vs. Blue, um, like Sarge, you go back. We never released the early Yang stuff, but if you listen to Sarge in the first episodes of Red vs. Blue, he's a totally different character than what he ended up as. Yeah. Totally. He's more like a pirate. Oh, they're making zombies now. Are you kidding me? We got enough problems in the world, Dark Wizards. We do not need more zombies. Zombies! Dude, it's The Walking Dead. It is The Walking Dead. So you make a good point. Barbara, you, you make a good point. Really Dungeon Dash, I want to apologize for my behavior. I'll write the letter. I think you what you're doing. Miss, how did I miss? All right, I think Dungeon Dash is about to come to a dramatic end here. I've predicted this before. Let's use your fucking power. We never use this thing. Boom. Oh, my God. You're kidding me. I had that in my pocket this whole time. Did you just blow that spider up? Yeah, I had to use my uh, Firestorm, which is a devastating explosive attack, which affects both the target and the surrounding enemies. That, that. I'm going to use another one right here. You can't stop me. Oh, and I said... Oh, man. They're clumping up down there, too, for my Firestorm. I'm not going to be a one-trick pony. Everything I do is going to be Firestorm. Oh, what? They opened this gate. How'd they do that? Now you can kill those fucking spiders. Oh, fuck. Yeah, let's see. Yeah. Yeah. Bam, bam, bam. Oh, she's going to... Oh, wait. It's on a cooldown? Fuck a duck. All right. I'm really scared. You should be. This is your character. Oh, critical hit. Critical hit. Not enough AP. Well, that's the story of my life. <laughs> <laughs> Look at them making zombies out there. Stop. You're going to fill that whole thing up. Then what are you going to do? Oh, wait. Are those zombies? I thought they were skeletons. They're skeletons. They're skeletons. No, but so now thing. I think they're zombies. I think they're the walking dead. They're, it's also very, minions very few pixels. That's okay. It's enough pixels to know that they're evil. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to stab you in the back. And you are going to hate me. Oh, I hate you. The opposite, ha the opposite happened. I want him to hit me, and I hit him instead. Fuck yeah. Fucking elf wrecking shop. Dude. Stop making skeletons. It's like every time you don't hit them, they make more? What's going on? Yeah, they're just down there having a skeleton-making party. <laughs> so it's the worst. Look at this dude. Oh, maybe if I kill the wizard, it'll kill the skeletons he made. They're making a skeleton. No, that was too, that was too helpful. All right, what does R do? I want to do R. Oh. oh, shit. Do you just, like, wipe the blood off yourself? No, that makes me invisible, and then it also takes most of my life. Because, you Well, know. oh, as uh, it does. I think I just fucked myself up. So let's go here. It's it. it. Waddle, 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 waddle. You know, just the, just the... Yeah, 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 we get it, we get it. How many skeletons do you think are down there now? Like, 50? A skeleton. <laughs> we should end on that. <laughs> All right, so, Barbara, so what's next? What are you going to do next? Any, uh, any more uh, internet boyfriends on the way? Nope. Just real ones. Hearts hopefully. are breaking everywhere. I'm you sorry. feel it. They're breaking everywhere. What do you want to do more of? Live action. Live action stuff. I have a blast doing live action. I never knew that I would like it. You didn't like, know you would like I, I never was in, being on camera? I was stuff? never into... What? Oh, that's... <laughs> sorry. Well, he's fucking in the sleeping bag again. <laughs> yeah, it teleported the sleeping wizard to me. 
Alright, we're gonna try to go up and get this. We're, we're in stupid turn base right now because we're still technically in combat. Oh, man, this is just... Now I want them to fill it up. Now I'm like, I've, I've turned the corner on this. Go what happens you. if they fill it up too much? Do they just start Oh like... my god! What if the skeletons start making skeletons? There's no cure for that. It'd be boned. <laughs> okay, this is apparently the end of the game. This is the end of the game. I'm so gonna die. There's so many skeletons. Go in full. Here. Go in all the way. Go. All right. Kill this it. This is it. This is like the end of Thelma and Louise, except with skeletons. No, they're made out of bone. You could get that with one shot. Everything's made out of bone. <laughs> what do you mean? What kind? What kind of distinction is that? Bones. Oh my god. They're just like lining up for a beaten. So more live action. More narrative live action stuff? You've been reading news, how you liking the news stuff? It's cool. It's difficult. It's, it's difficult. I gotta give it up for Ashley for doing I'm that. I'm going to renew that. Every time. I, I would just like... Teleprompters, dude. I teleprompters. Oh, my eyes don't uh, move that fast. I read along with teleprompters sometimes when she's... Uh, when she's doing the news, and I'm just like, yeah, I would be loud at this. She saw me. I was reading the the, the cutscenes in this earlier. Yeah, that's <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna kill a <laughs> I'm killing this purple bitch. Oh no. Okay, there goes one guy down. All right, Barb. Listen, this could be the end. I just want to say it's been a pleasure working with you. This is the end. Wait, am I getting fired? No, I'm just we're all gonna oh. be dead. <laughs> oh. All right. It's been an honor. I gotta take out. I gotta take out these guys. Otherwise, it's my only hope. Nope, not that guy. That guy. That was good. They lit up the dude, but the tar- crosshair wouldn't be the dude. Not enough app. It's AP. It's action points. Oh, they just are flaunting their skeleton-making skills oh, at this no. point. Yeah, she went down. No, she's having a nap. Yeah, she's a little kip. little beauty rest. What? Wow, my warrior's got a lot of... Okay, so I'm going to use that big power he has that like, hits three tiles at once. Because I hear that's all the fucking rage at this point. <laughs> uh... W... That was pretty cool. Okay, now that makes sense. I like how every time you discover something new and cool in this game, you're just like, oh, I gotta keep going. Yeah, I got I got this. Okay, I'm gonna take him out. I'm gonna take him out. Fire, what happens if we die? You got anything else you wanna say? Because as soon as we're dead, this is it. We're, we're done. Uh, we're out. It was an honor to be on Game Time. Well, thanks for coming on Game Time. And I figured out what Game Time is. <laughs> I learned a lot. a lot about myself. And yeah. a little bit about dungeon dashing. And a lot about dungeon dashing. And the density of mountains. Oh no. Defeat. The agony of defeat. That is a very definitive defeat statement. Defeat. Definitive. Alright, I'm gonna hit enter to start. And if that takes me back to the beginning of this level, I think it does. Sure does. I probably won't be doing that. So, Dungeon Dashers. Highly recommended. Look for Dungeon <laughs> Dashers when it goes from alpha into late alpha, then Second early alpha. beta, <laughs> then is released. It's on Steam right now, early access. Check it out. It's a fun, turn-based, dungeon-crawling game. It kind of distills the D&D experience down to just the fun parts, which is looting and killing stuff. And there's no people sitting around in front of a table, as Barbara says. Killing Barbara stuff. Sitting around a table with nothing. And also look for Barbara. Where can we find you, Barbara? Uh, well, I'm on the Rishi website, rishi.com slash Barbara. I'm on Twitter. Also, Blondie is my Twitter name right now. But don't go there, because Twitter's the worst. Yeah, you know. Twitter's the worst ever. You can find her on Tumblr. And then, you know, you could also interact with me on all of our social media with the Rishi accounts. Well, Barbara, congratulations on completing game time. Glad you work with us. Thank you. Thanks for all your efforts. Anything you want to leave us with pun-wise? Nah. Do you have a pun for game time? You knew you have been coming on game time for weeks now. 
Did you did you come up with a pun for game time? I had a game old time. <laughs> it's like gay old time, but it's just, but game. God damn it. <laughs>